Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you this week. Thank you all so much for emailing in. Uh, if you want to email us, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So, as always, uh, what is the latest on the family? What's new? Latest on the family. Well, you'll be shocked to know that I found out today that my youngest child, Carlo, is tongue-tied. Tongue-tied. <laughs> tongue-tied. Tongue-tied. <laughs> if you could imagine, we find out after nine years. Yeah, but I was like, there's not... You never felt like there was like a speech problem, right? No, he actually has zero speech issues. This all stemmed from... And I know we've touched the, upon this in the last couple yeah. episodes about picky eaters. Yeah, we talked about so, his eating stuff. Yeah. If you got picky eaters out there, look into this. Yeah, this is I've never heard any of this. <laughs> so apparently, and it, it's funny because it all makes sense now. The circle is complete. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you know, I've noticed that Carlo has been, you know, putting on a little bit of weight the last couple of months, but his eating habits have not changed. Hmm. See, Carlo is such a picky eater. He's a very regimented eater. He eats at the same time every single day in the same products. He's just, he's just doesn't steer in different directions. Yeah, which also, interesting, they usually say that will make you eat less. You eat the same food all the time and at the same time. Exactly. And that's when I brought it up to my pediatrician recently. She said the same exact thing. So she referred me to an endocrinologist Mm -hmm. who then referred me to a feeding therapist. And I happened to go see her today, apparently, you know, just coincidentally. And she started doing some um, tests on his face and observed him and... She did this weird thing that she had a button attached to a string, which she attached to this instrument, and she made him put it in his mouth in front of his teeth, and then, like, she would pull it out, and and I guess she was looking for his pressure or something. I yeah. don't even know. It was, it was crazy. Never seen it before. And then she looked in his mouth, and she's like, he is completely tongue-tied. And I'm like, please explain. Yeah. <laughs> And she showed me, and apparently the skin underneath his tongue is so tight that it's uncomfortable for him to eat. And that's why he likes to eat things that are easier to swallow, that don't require a lot of chewing. And again, as she's talking to me about these things, I'm recalling all the times that I've watched him eat and I've watched him drink a bottle of water. He actually drinks a bottle of water from the side of his mouth Hmm. instead of the front of his mouth. Come to find out, he has a poor suction in the front of his lips. His strong suction is on the side of his lips. Oh my gosh. And I'm saying to myself, this is all coming together now. All the little things that I've noticed through the years that I'm like, oh, it's probably just habit or... It wasn't just habit. And the crazier part, Erica, is that when Carlo was an infant, that he was, Carlo was bottle fed. He was always fussy every time he was bottle fed. And we thought it was always like, you know, acid reflux, which he did have the first Mm -hmm. year of his life. But crazy enough, come to find out now that she did this suction test on him, he probably was unable to get a strong suction from the middle of his lips onto the bottle and probably wasn't drinking the amount he wanted to drink because if you watch him drink a bottle of water today, he drinks from the side of his mouth. 
Interesting. It's crazy. And it's was he absolutely crazy. The only kid you had that was like bottle fed as opposed to breastfeeding? Or? Um, all my kids were bottle fed. Okay. I attempted to do the breastfeeding with Sophia. And after a month was a failure at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I attempted again with Buddy. And with Buddy, he actually, believe it or not, was allergic to my breast milk. Really? Yeah. The oh first gosh. day in the hospital, he started vomiting blood. Wow. He's my child with major allergies. Yeah. Um, with Marco, I attempted it for one week. And I'm like, this is not for me. <laughs> and come to find out uh, a couple years ago with all my breast situation is that when I was 19 years old and they removed those fiber adenomas from my breast, which was were very large, um, they also removed my milk ducts. So I oh. was never able to produce as much as needed. Oh, my gosh. So sad that it took, you know, almost 20 years to, or, well, Marco's 13 now, 13 years to actually find out what the problem was. Yeah. I was just curious of like, because you're looking back on it now. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that was the only kid I had to bottle feed and it makes sense with yeah. the suction or I guess both. Of- no, I have to be honest and please, um, you know, no hate emails about breastfeeding. <laughs> um when Carlo came along, because I was so unsuccessful with my first three that I didn't even attempt mm-hmm. to breastfeed him, um, he was born and I put a tight sports bra on and made sure that my milk did not come in. <laughs> um, the little bit that I had, I have yeah. to be honest, it wasn't much. And uh, Carlo was not bottled, was not breastfed. Interesting. And you know what the crazy part is, thinking back at it, at it now? It's so sad because I felt like I was doing something wrong when the nurses came and said to me, you know, are you going to breastfeed? Looking back at it till this day, it's like nurses should not make you feel that way. Mm -hmm. It's just everyone is allowed to make their own decision. And whether your child is breastfed or bottle fed, it should be okay either way. Yeah, I mean, um, with breastfeeding, it's it's even more so now in, like, shows and stuff, showing women actually struggle with it. Yeah, you know, listen, breastfeeding, well, when I did it with Sophia for the first time, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, it was probably, to me, more painful than actually giving birth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people say it's not easy. That's a, my mom's famous uh, breastfeeding story in our family is actually... That's how she found out uh, that my brother had a tooth. Oh, wow. <laughs> she got bit. She was like, well, we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And listen, to each his own, if you could do it. some For some people, it just is very easy. For people, it's not. So yeah. I think you got to do what you feel comfortable with. And whether a child, in my eyes, is breastfed or bottle fed, they're both two great ways to eat. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, it's funny. Actually, I did a virtual shower. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been to many baby showers in my life. And one of the games was guessing, like, pricing on things. Uh-huh. And one of the things was formula. And I yeah. had no idea how expensive formula is. It is extremely expensive. Yeah. And then if you have a child that has, like, acid reflux and they go on, like, some special formula, mm-hmm. it's even more expensive. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know what I guessed, but I think it was, like, $27 for, like, one thing. Mm-hmm. And I, we were all like, What? <laughs> i know like my god it's very expensive to feed a child but you know listen it, it all come it, i all now everything all the puzzle pieces are coming together with carlo and you know we're gonna take care of it he actually has an appointment in a couple weeks to get that fixed which is just requiring um a little procedure underneath his tongue to release the i guess what you call tongue tied 
And then it's uh, feeding therapy to basically teach those muscles that never worked before in his life to start working. That's, I mean, it's kind of crazy, but it's like lucky that they have all the technology to do it. Yeah. It's very interesting. So we learn something new every day, Erica. Yeah. I was like, wow, I would never guess that. (laughs) Yep. So uh, uh, we have a couple of questions we'll get to for this week. So again, guys, you guys want to email us your questions. It's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So uh, first email here, makes fun of engagements. Okay. Hello, Erica and Lisa. I hope you are both doing well. Love this amazing podcast. I listen all the time. A lot of my friends and people around me and my boyfriend are getting engaged. We are at that age where it's starting. Every time my boyfriend sees an engagement or a love story, he thinks people just make everything look like a fairy tale and he says, life is not a fairy tale and makes fun of cute, thoughtful engagements. This makes me wonder why he even wants to be in a relationship or if he thinks about any of this type of stuff when it comes to our relationship. I am 27 years old and I am really starting to question our future if this is his response to other people getting engaged. Much love, Christina. Okay, Christina. Um, it's funny because as you were reading that question, Erica, I was thinking about how different it is nowadays to mm-hmm. get engaged than how it was when I got engaged 20 years ago. Do you mean like in terms of elaborate proposals? As, or like yeah, in terms or? of elaborate proposals. Like okay. I, I cannot, I can't believe what some engagements require this time this time mm-hmm. you know uh, of you know i i can't believe what is required to get engaged these days really? um you know my nephew got engaged recently and when i heard about the proposal and what was going what was getting involved in it and i'm like what <laughs> like I don't know if to me an engagement should be intimate should be between the two people getting engaged I wouldn't want to make a production out of it you know to me it it means more of how my future husband is gonna propose to me but it should be between him and I Mm -hmm. you know I think I've mentioned my engagement story in the past on on our podcast the very the very first one right? the first one and and the second one (laughs) the redo was even though it was fireworks and it was at a restaurant it was between my husband and I Mm -hmm. you know and did my husband have the opportunity to film it on cake boss he did but he opted not to because it was just a moment for him and I Mm -hmm. and I'll cherish that moment for the rest of our lives because it meant more to me that he wanted that moment to be just him and I and not be more of a spectacle Mm -hmm. but again to each his own we live in America and you know everyone is entitled to their own opinion I just in my opinion feel like if her boyfriend is kind of making these little hints and comments about did I understand the question correctly? Was it more about like the elaborateness of the proposals or? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't say like crazy proposals. She's saying it's always like, yeah, we make it seem like it's a fairy tale. I think it's kind of just the age of social media. It's like anytime you see the post about the engagement, it, it sounds like he just makes fun of it kind of no matter what it is. You know, I listen, that could go either way. It could go the way of he's definitely not ready to get engaged. Mm-hmm. 
Or it could be him thinking the way I'm thinking of why does everything have to be a spectacle? Yeah. Why can't it be just intimate between you and I kind of thing? Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, let it be between you and I. And then the next day, if you want to do your engagement post, which I get, let's do an engagement post. But let that moment be between us kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, this obviously is a personal preference. I feel the same way as you if I'm like, I would hate to be proposed to in a very public large setting yeah. like i've been at sports games where someone's on the jumbotron and i'm just cringing like oh my god like and i have a comedian friend that has a joke about it and it's a woman actually and she's like never accept a public proposal it's a trap like, <laughs> or whatever you know but uh but i don't like it's it's like there's an interesting thing when it comes to romance right it's like someone asked the question the other day um on my other podcast it was something of like if a guy doesn't do romantic things for you, does that mean he doesn't like you? And we, and me and my friend were like, well, they'll do their version of romantic. Yeah. So I would like to think he's just looking at other people's version of romantic and he thinks it's cheesy or over the top or whatever it is. And like, it just doesn't vibe with him. Exactly. Listen, there's different types of romance. Mm. I mean, I'm talking like from maybe my version of being romantic is you know, my husband cooking me dinner. Right. Or, you know, someone else's version of romantic might be um, their significant other bringing home flowers once a week. Or it, there's so many different versions of romance and every version is is great. Mm -hmm. There's no right or wrong version. But in my eyes, I'd rather be privately romantic in my own way than expose it to everyone to see. That's me doesn't mean that if someone likes the glitz and glamour is bad it's just you need to know who your partner is and what they like and it's either you're going to mesh with them or you're not mm -hmm. i mean i think you have a great end to ask him about it is the next time one pops up and he makes a comment i would almost be like <clears throat> i would almost be like okay what what do you hate about it like yeah. what do you hate so much and it might just be the caption that people write because a lot yeah. of times people will write some long paragraph story. And I think he's just kind of like rolling his eyes like, okay, you get, you propose. Just say we're engaged. Like, exactly. Get to it. It's like uh, when you get the family Christmas letters yeah. that are crazy long. <laughs> you're just like, okay, all right. Yeah, your kids are great. Just like, give me the bullets. You know? Yeah, like some things should be kept private. And, you know, it, it just, that's the way I feel about it. Right. But I, I think you got a window to just be like, well, how, what would you do differently? Exactly. I think do that. Be like, well, what are you not like? What would you do differently? Yeah. Like, don't don't approach it with an argument. Approach yeah. it with, I get it. This is not what you like, but how would you do it? Right. I mean, and then that's your opportunity to say what you want. Because mm -hmm. I, I would make that comment all the time. <laughs> when yeah. people do public ones, I'm like, never. Like, if I had a boyfriend <laughs> next to me, I'd be like, don't ever, ever, ever do it this way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to tell you what to do, but just not that. Um yeah, because even uh, I'm closer to my family and a lot of people will do like the families are there for after the proposal to celebrate with you, which I do think is very sweet and very thoughtful. But I still would be like, can I have a day? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's funny because the first time my husband proposed to me, um, he was planning on proposing in front of our family in in my backyard on the 4th of July. Oh, okay. And he ended up proposing at, it was like almost midnight, a couple days before when it was just him and I. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that so much more. 
And when he did propose and he told me what he was going to do, I actually said to him, this was so much more special for me, even though there was no elaborate. It was just him and I at his house, just the two of us, almost midnight. He went in his closet, took out the ring from a jacket pocket, (laughs) got on his knee and proposed. It was more special for that than the whole in front of the family thing. Did he ever say what made him do it right then and there? He just said he felt like it was the right moment. Well, there you go. And that's what meant the most to me. Yeah. Well, and then you can announce it to the whole family later. Exactly. (laughs) Well, everyone was shocked the next day because they were all expecting it on the 4th of July. Oh, they already knew. I mean, well, that's (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's Italians. We can't. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I feel like I'll tell the person, like, okay, whenever you ask for permission, if my mom is there and knows you got to do it kind of soon because yeah. like i don't know how much that's not going to be kept there's no secrets exactly long. yeah <laughs> like i'm gonna be like you better like already know where you're getting a ring if you're gonna like slip the crack you know exactly or whatever um actually i have a question um so i found this very interesting a friend of mine uh got engaged recently and the the guy she got engaged to his brother got married a little while before mm-hmm. and she said to me she was like yeah, he was going to propose like a long time ago, but the mom told him you can't propose till after your brother's married. Why? Wasn't that interesting? Like I was like, I don't know why. Like I was kind of I was kind of curious too. I was like, oh, I wonder what Lisa or anyone would think about that. Because I get it of like, I mean, for sure not the weekend of the wedding. That'd yeah. be straight up stealing someone's thunder. But I guess the mom kind of was just like, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would be weird. Like you're at the wedding with your fiance and people are asking you of like, oh, so what about you guys? And like taking attention away from the bride and groom. Oh, I don't think that. I think, you know, when you come to family, you're just happy for each other no matter what. Like you said, I, I wouldn't suggest the weekend of the wedding. Yeah, right. Or maybe even the week of. Yeah, anywhere but close to that weekend. If I'd... you're talking that sounds like, you know, they were supposed to get engaged months prior. A long time. I think it was probably like six months prior yeah, to when it happened. Come on, or like, that's, whatever. That's but, yeah. ridiculous. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I was. I was curious. I've never heard that, but I was like, I guess I kind of get it. No. My friend didn't care. The girl. She was just like, I guess he's had the ring for a while. Was gonna do it. Told his mom, and his mom was like, That you actually need to would wait. annoy the crap out of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes no sense. Zippo zero. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, she was just like. I'm just happy he didn't do it. And then the mom was mad at us. But like, I really didn't have anything to do with it. You know, uh, I don't, I don't that, know. That's too much getting into anyone's freaking business. I'm I sorry. Know. I'm like, I've only had a, another friend. Her sister was getting married and her, the, her mom said to her, cause she was, you know, with the guy like five years, her mom just said to her, like, Hey, just your actual wedding date. Can you give us like at least a year just cause of all the planning mm-hmm. and everything. So she, it wasn't like, don't get engaged. She just kind of was like, just give us a little time to like save up a little bit more money to then then do your wedding that i could understand right but an engagement like come on yeah i don't know it's it's interesting yeah there's always there's always stuff around engagements it's always a little bit of drama for some reason i don't get it i don't know (laughs) all right well thank you guys for emailing in um if you guys want to send us a question it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com that's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com and if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at Lisa Velasco 4 and I'm at Sparica. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Bye.